Welcome back and rejoining us are Nick Face and Terry Cushman for the series preview. The Boston Red Sox fresh off a two games to one loss against the Baltimore Orioles will now have a four game set against the New York Yankees where we will start off with Cutter Crawford and Clark Schmidt. Nick Face, who do you have winning game one? You guys ready for the battle of last place? Here it comes. It's coming tomorrow night. I am going to actually go with a Red Sox win tomorrow. I'm going to go with Cutter Crawford with a rebound of a start. He's at six and seven right now with a mid four ERA. I think he gets the victory tomorrow and evens himself out at seven and seven. I just can never root for the Yankees. What can I say? Terry. Well, the Yankees, uh, after we got swept by the Astros, the Yankees swept the Astros and uh, won three in a row. And they were on a nice little hot streak. And then uh, that all ended this weekend uh, with the Brewers. And kind of feels like the type of series that uh, we've had all year with them. I don't know, really. I don't have a ton of confidence in game one. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, not quite as high as the the Chris Sale-Jack Flaherty game was, which we predicted to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Schmidt has pitched fairly well in his last uh, three starts. Two of them were against Detroit, though. Crawford has not pitched well at all. He has an ERA just under five since the All-Star break. Yankees aren't hitting uh, that well. I'm just going by the last 15 days here. Glaber Torres, uh, you know, is hitting 279. Uh, Jason Dominguez was called up uh, just eight games ago. One of their stud prospects. I think he's number two in their system. Tore his UCL today and will probably need Tommy John. Uh, DJ LeMahieu hitting 167, Stanton's hitting 186. That dude's looking washed. Uh, even Judge is only hitting 213. I'm gonna give a very slight edge to the Red Sox in Game One. So this is gonna come as probably a little bit of a surprise here. Uh, Cutter Crawford's had back-to-back clunkers. I don't feel really good about the direction that he's been in. Clark Schmidt in his last three months of pitching has not allowed more than three runs more than once. He's had one bad appearance against the Atlanta Braves, and they're one of the hottest teams in baseball. Otherwise, in his last three months, or if you want to call since the last appearance in June, the guy's been 7-2. and two. He's been doing really, really well. He's been able to kind of hover right around that 4-3 to 4-5 range as far as ERA is concerned, but he's given you six innings of work, give or take a third of an inning here or there. He's doing really, really well. And I'm, I'm, you know, if I'm a Yankees fan, I'm excited to see what we can do with Clark Schmidt. I don't want to face somebody like that right now. Uh, I have the Yankees going in game one. So that's sadly the, the, the first one that I have. Game two, we have Nick Pavetta going against Carlos Rodon. So, Nick, who do you have? Rendon got absolutely railed his last start out against Detroit. He gave up seven runs. He's had a horrible, horrible season. So I guess there is a glimmer of hope for Red Sox Nation with Nick Pavetta, who's been 
pretty steady. Again, I like him better in the bullpen and everything, but Cora said he's starting the rest of the year. It's just what you got. I'll give the slight edge to the Red Sox on this, but it's going to come down to – it's going to be a, a very big offensive game in my eyes. I think that the bats will have to carry this team through victory, and you're going to need something from that bullpen. But I'll give a slight edge to the Red Sox. T. Carlos Rodon, that contract might be as bad as the Chris Sale contract. The guy has just been hot garbage and can't stay healthy, and that was a red flag. I was all for the Red Sox a couple years ago, signing him on a one-year deal and taking a flyer, even if it was that big money, but never would I ever have signed him to anything more than a couple years, but... The Yankees gave him, let's see, a six-year deal. He's making 22 this year. He's only made a handful of starts because, again, not healthy. And then for the next five years, he's owed $27 million a year for the next five years. What a clunker of a contract. And quite frankly... I like Nick Pavetta a lot better in this matchup. I'm I'm a lot more confident picking Nick Pavetta getting through five or six innings, maybe even seven. This could be a seven-inning start from Pavetta because that offense is just putrid. It's a historically bad Yankees offense. They haven't finished under 500 since, I think, what, 1992, something like that? And then in their finale this weekend against the Brewers, that was a nothing, nothing game going into the 11th inning. The Yankees couldn't contribute one run until the 11th. And the problem they ran into was the Brewers contributed to three. So I think Pavetta could look really good uh, in this start. And I'll, uh, like I said, much more confidently pick the Red Sox in game two. I'm also going to pick the Red Sox in game two. So after two, I have them splitting. But I would not be surprised if Rodon all of a sudden, just because it would be the most Red Sox game ever if Rodon strikes out seven or eight guys, allows two earned runs, and goes six innings. You know, just something absolutely insane. Game three, we have Tanner Houck listed for the Sox against to be determined. Who do we have, Nick, in this one? You have the Red Sox winning with Houck? This is my tougher one because Tanner Hulk's just value has just so diminished coming into the season. I really was high on him being somebody you could count on in this rotation. Obviously he had the ball with hit the face and turned the whole season to turmoil basically for him. He is a guy that we are not seeing enough for length with teams just hitting him after it gets to the third, fourth inning, they figure him out. I think there's going to be a role reversal for him upcoming for 2024 if he's still a part of this team. The offense, though, for the Yankees gives me hope. It gives me hope that Hulk can bounce back and finally prove to himself that he can give the length and be somebody that you can count on for five or six innings. I I'm going to give the edge again to the Red Sox. I don't know how positive. This is more positive than I think we've ever been on this, but I'm going to I'm gonna take the high road on Hulk right now. Terry. I'll keep it short and sweet. The The Yankees are probably Houck's best team to pitch against. And um, I don't think it'll be any different this time. So I'll take the Red Sox in game three. 
That's going to be it. Sox win game three. We go up two games to one. Sale against King here. Michael King has kind of transitioned from a reliever to a, oh my God, we need a starter in New York. And he's actually put three quality starts together here, it feels like. And now I'm kind of questioning, maybe the Yankees had some some found gold here that now they've they've been able to exploit a little bit. Who do you have winning game four, Nick? Michael King found his queen. Sorry, Chris Sale, but Michael King will come out and he will give the Yankees their win for me, at least for one game, at least in this series. I, I'm sorry. I just can't, I can't stomach another start with saying Chris Sale is going to give you something and get a win. Yankees take the fourth game in the series. Terry. My confidence level in my pick for this game is is about as low as it is for game one with Crawford. I just, Sale could look better. I mean, this isn't the murderer's row, like I said, that he just faced against the Orioles. Um, Sale was able to get through five against the Royals. It wasn't pretty. His pitch count got up there, but I think I think the Red Sox can win this is probably the only team I, I can I can pick Chris Sale to beat at this point, and but I, I'm willing to do it. And uh, but one factor here, if I'm wrong, and the Red Sox lose, is you, you do have help going the day before, so you're going to have some bullpen usage. And so who's going to be left if Sale only goes four innings? That that's the only thing that gives me pause here. Uh, that's you know why I lack the confidence, but um, I will take the Red Sox to sweep the Yankees four games to nothing. And I, I picked them in the previous two series against Tampa and Baltimore. I picked the Red Sox to get swept themselves in those ones. I think it'll be the opposite here. I am going to double down on my uh, opinion here. I think the Yankees will end up getting game four. The Red Sox and Yankees will sweep two games each. I can't bet against King right now. And unfortunately, as much as I love Chris Sale, I don't have enough confidence in his ability to be able to give us five plus in a manner that Michael King has been able to do on a quasi regular basis. So that is going to do it for the three of us. We want to thank all of our loyal and first-time listeners. Everyone have a great night. Take care.